0: Welcome to the Try Self-Love Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Barber, and I'm a Master Life and Relationship Coach. I'm your host, Kristen Dicker, and I'm a
1: Transformational Health and Wellness Life Coach.
0: If you're curious about what self-love is, you've come to the right place. Each week, we'll dive deeper into the
1: steps it takes to develop self-love. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 14. We're going to talk about staying present in the chaos in the present moment. Hey, Becky, how are you today? I'm here. I'm trying to be present. How are you, Kristen? Wonderful. I'm so glad because we're going to talk all about the present moment today, and especially good uh, timing with the holidays when chaos undoubtedly ensues, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, December is like chaos reigns month.
1: Yeah, Definitely. So uh, what, what? much of what we coach on personally in our practices is being mindful and uh, staying mindful of the present moment. This is also known as mindfulness. The reason to become mindful of the present moment is so that you can feel less stress, anxiety, or even depression, and so that your life can be more at ease and at peace. The struggle with staying present is that we often feel anxious, sad, confused, angry, ashamed, or any of many emotions that we don't want to feel. So being connected to yourself requires that you face your inner feelings head on, as well as any of the thoughts that create the feelings. So we talk a lot about how our thoughts create our feelings. And, um, once we're in the flow of like, a feeling, it's really hard to be in the present moment. It takes us completely out of the present moment because, um, We're in our thoughts, really, is what it is. Even though we're having feelings, we're not really in our body processing those feelings. Typically, we are in our heads. Then we don't like the way we're thinking or feeling. And we go off and distract ourselves, move out of the present moment. And we stop being connected to ourselves. And then we start doing, doing, doing everything to avoid feelings, right? And that's like running away from ourselves, which is not being connected. That's disconnecting. That's being unconscious, and it's not being present. So there's just some words that you may have heard in the past uh, that relate to not being present. Being present is like being mindful, being consciously aware, being conscious. And uh, when you're feeling that way, when you're feeling present, you're in the moment, you're in the feelings, you're in, sometimes you're in your pain, honestly, you're in your feelings, okay? And you have the ability to have self-compassion there and you have the ability to f- feel the feelings. And, and the way you can do that is to go through the false beliefs and the false programming in order to overcome the desire, the, not the desire, but the affinity, I guess, <laughs> toward feeling upset. So I hope that makes sense. What do you think about all that so far, Becky?
0: It's really resonating, the especially the part about thoughts, because when we are thinking about the past, that can lead to depression. Those are things you're never going to have again. And if you're thinking too much in the future, there's an anxiety there about, will such and such come to pass, or will I be able to X, Y, and Z? You know, there's just that unknown. So staying in the actual moment where it's really happening right now, are you okay? Yes. Are you safe? Yes, right. Like checking in, as you mentioned before, just what is happening right this minute, and how can I find ways to enjoy it? So it's really hitting home with me because I, I tend to, I guess, I would say I'm in the the pre and the future too much because I I've been dealing with some anxiety the last several years. So. Mm need to watch my thoughts, and I do struggle with being present. So I'm super excited about this episode for the explanations and the tips and uncovering the barriers and, and all of it.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point. I love what you're saying about, you know, we're focused either too much on the past or we're worrying too much about the future. So the present moment is, is a place where there is no time. And it's really actually the place where everything in life is happening. We might think, "Oh, but I'm worrying about like this person not liking me, or what if I do it wrong later, or what if that I said something and I regret it?" And you feel like that's now because in this moment you're feeling the feelings of the depression, the sadness, or the anxiety for the future. Right? The depression being the past, the anxiety being the future. Right? And it feels like. You're present, but in in a sense, in a sense, because you're feeling those feelings, you are. But the thoughts you have about the past and present, past and future, are what are is what's creating that turmoil inside of you. And so, uh, staying in this moment really is where there is no
0: time, and is the only place to operate from. And just listening to you, it it makes me think of like right now, just accepting as things are. We try and control so much, but we don't have a time machine, so we're not going to be able to go back in time and fix whatever we regret. And we always try and control, as you were mentioning, like worrying about what other people think. We can't control that. We can't control what's going to happen in the future. We like to think we can. We spend so much of our time worrying and planning and maybe in some ways manipulating, but really it's about being present right now, accepting what is happening, looking for the good, accepting the bad, feeling the feelings that are there, even if they are painful, as you mentioned. It's kind of just, it's a state of, of just being, as you mentioned, just like letting things be.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, a couple of different examples that have come to mind for me today are um, like social media, for instance, keeps us out of the present moment because our lives are so well-documented that whatever we said in the past stays there, Right. So we could have a lot of regret or we could be comparing ourselves to other people and um, or we could could create future anxiety about not being good enough, right? And this creates so much pain for people, like to the point of suicide. It is seriously a problem. I'm just going to have to get on my soapbox for a minute and give you an opinion on that. But I mean, it doesn't have to be like that, but it just, it often is, is. People are just comparing themselves and looking at what they've said or done and feeling guilty and, and sad and and worried about things that have happened because of social media. That's just one example. Of course, any conversation that's not social media can also give you those feelings. But, um, and you might also, another example is you might um, worry about your children, let's say, and their future, right? That's common for many of us parents, but creating the fear makes that energy grow. It shows, so it has to kind of show up in reality. So they say what you fear appears. And it's not just because some lofty spiritual person wanted to say that. It's actually the truth. Because whatever you're creating, you know, if you're happy, it begets happy. If you're afraid, it begets afraid, right? So everything is created from your feelings, your thoughts and your feelings, which is why you want to create uh, better thoughts, better beliefs, right? Better programs. (laughs) Don't listen to the old radio station anymore kind of thing, right? So sometimes when you can't do anything else, but you want to stay present, you know, there are different ways you can stay present, but one of them could be surrender to what is happening right now. That's already happened. It's created whatever it's created. Right now, I'm sad because I said something mean to somebody and I feel really bad and sad and guilty and remorseful fine. This is how I feel. I accept it. And then I am going to have faith and trust that um, everything is working out the way it should be. Okay? You got to force yourself to do that sometimes. Create a mantra if you have to. In each moment, I trust that I'm okay and, and everything's working for me, not to me. Things like that, right? Like you can do whatever you want. But that's a, a way, to, that's one way. And so there's many ways. There are many ways and we'll go over more. But that's one way to just get in touch with, okay, right this moment, I feel really scared that something bad is going to happen to my dog. Okay, instead of worrying about something that has not happened yet and probably will not, stay here, breathe. Stay here and breathe, right? Breathe. We'll talk about breathing as well.
0: Do you have anything else to add to this part, Becky? No, but I do love to give that to the to my clients, like, this isn't happening to you. This is happening for you. And as you talk about surrender, it's, it's what I was talking about earlier, just accepting, right? Like stop trying to change the future or change the past. The past is done. It's behind you. And the future is unknown. And you do have the ability to in, like, make intentions for your life and make plans. And sometimes they'll change. You can't control everything, but you can, as you mentioned, like training your thoughts look for the good. What is good right now? Is there anything good? We always start our sessions with our clients, like what can you celebrate? No matter how terrible it's been, there has to be something that you can celebrate that's going well in your life. That'll really help as well.
1: Absolutely. It's just so nice to um, be in, in in gratitude, right? And, and really stay on the positive side of things when you're trying to get to a positive place. It doesn't mean oh, have positivity and everything's fine. Now it means you want to work through the pain that you've already created inside of you from your thinking. But then after that, let's just also, or in addition to, okay, can be at the same time, we can also create the pathway of, hey, but you know what was really good for me today is that I was able to vacuum my floors. And heck, that might be the greatest thing that happened to you today, but it's something, right? And so that can keep you in the moment to the present moment too.
0: Yeah, I tell my clients and even my kids, like, life is 50-50. It's not going to be 100% good, and it's definitely not going to be 100% bad. And I've had friends joke and say, you know, it's not 50-50 every year. But it may be over, over time, it evens out. But even when it's bad, there's something that's good. You're alive. You can breathe. You can find the resources to support yourself no matter what's going on. So I love that. It's such a good, important part of the gratitude piece is an important part of being present. I agree.
1: Yeah. And then just like the mindfulness aspect, right? Um, <clears throat> even if it's you're washing your dishes, concentrate on washing your dishes. It may seem like it's kind of boring, but you're washing your dishes and you have control of this moment. You're doing something that you know you're going to start and finish, Right. And you're in the moment. And if you have to live in the moment one moment at a time, one second at a time, you're living your life right now.
0: Yeah, as I was preparing this week, I knew we were going to be talking about this. I was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my son for his school lunch, which he loves that. And I can't have peanut butter anymore. It's one of my favorite things. But I was like, okay, take the bread out, smell the bread, because I'm gluten-free, so I can't have that much good bread either. And then I'm smelling the peanut butter, smelling the jelly. Like I was trying so hard, like stay in this moment, smell it, feel it. (laughs) Wish you could have it. (laughs) But hey, you're living in the moment,
1: right? And uh, maybe if you had some feelings come up about sadness, about not being able to have gluten and peanut butter anymore, you have to process those feelings and get real with yourself. That's all. That's all it's asking you to do, to get real. And then you'll be like, Well, I, if I eat this, something bad will happen in my body. So I'm going to just be grateful that I'm making the sandwich and not eating the sandwich. You know, things like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, my kids are always—I I always ask them if I can smell their food because I have so many food restrictions. And they're oh. like, Mom, that's so weird, Mom. I'm like, I know, but just let me smell it. <laughs> it's
1: so funny. That's good. That's a great idea. Yeah. What can you do? you just do your best in each moment. Do your best in each moment. That's another thing. So as, um, as health coaches, you know, part of what we, we like to focus on as well is um, the idea that being present actually helps you stay healthier because of the anxiety and stress reducing component of, of being present and breathing, right? And um, just making your life calm and at ease. When you feel at ease and at peace inside yourself, you will Be healthier. Overall, you're just going to be happier. You're going to find your life calmer. When you are calm, your body can heal. And it's in a state of healing at any rate. I'm not saying you're going to be in perfect health. I don't know what your health status is at this moment. But you can be healthier because your body needs to have calm. When it's under a lot of stress, it's harder for it to do its job. So stress can equal health. And um, being in the moment, even if the moment feels Rocky, again, being practicing being in the moment right at the first few times you do it, let's say few, many, many times, I don't know. It could be very difficult at first just because you're so used to having thoughts, creating emotions. Once you kind of calm the seas of those emotions, it's going to be easier to live in the moment. So just know it's going to be a little bit of a little uphill battle just for a little bit. But if you keep going up that hill and then running down the hill again because it's too scary to feel, it's going to take you longer, so press forward into your feelings. And if you need help with your feelings, and they're they're difficult or they're from the past and they're traumatic and things like that, definitely seek help. Seek help with someone, from a professional therapist or a coach who can help you through these things. Okay, but um, you don't have to do anything in your life alone. We have so many resources in this world, and there's no shame in getting help with feelings that are hard to difficult, hard to. Uh, to deal with because we haven't been taught how to do it very effectively over over the course of this earth time.
0: Yeah, I mean, another, another important thing we need to talk about that keeps us from being present is multitasking. I mean, if you're trying to do two or more things at the same time, you're not doing all of them. You're probably not doing any of those things very well. So trying to slow down, we live in such a hectic, fast-paced world, and it does not inspire us to be present. We're always rushing and that's you're in the future trying to get those errands done, trying to get everything ready for your Christmas, your perfect Christmas or whatever. It's important to just slow down. I noticed I don't know what I was doing the other day, but I was like trying to read and I had something going on in the background that I was trying to listen to. And I was catching none of it. And I was laughing at myself, "Why am I doing this?" Oh yeah, because I'm stressed for time, but you're doing it poorly wasting time. So trying not to multitask, at least, you know, if you're a busy woman, you're going to be multitasking. But in those moments that you don't have to, try to slow that down and and breathe and be present. Because it'll really make a big difference.
1: Yeah, that's definitely an issue that I have as a woman and mother um, is piling the plate too high and always doing that. Like, That is something that I am working on. That's one of my 2022 things. Because what am I running from? Why do I have to make it look perfect? Why do I have to be getting every single thing done? Now, if I commit to something, I want to get it accomplished, right? If I pay for something, I want to, you know, do it, right? But there's a line, you know, that that you can cross very easily. Or at least I have crossed very easily with, well, I have time now in my schedule. I'll just throw something else in there then I'm not being present because I'm a workaholic then, right? I'm too focused on doing everything for everyone else and getting everything else situated and making sure this and that. And some of it feels like it's good for me because I like to help other people and I like to have my house clean and I like to study and I like to you know, work and I like to spend time with my children. So, I mean, some of it is okay, but it's about balance, really. I mean, it's not that you can't do things. It's about balance, Right. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, I find that when I try and fill my time way too much, it's I'm running from how judgmental I am of myself. And those judgments we make, I mean even of little things, of just how you're spending your time, how busy you've made yourself. Like that that does not feel good to be in that state of always judging and being mean to yourself. So that's another reason we try and run from these feelings instead of as you mentioned earlier, just accepting and feeling them and they they will pass so much more quickly if you can lean into them and give yourself like a little bit of a boost. Like, I hear you. I understand. That really sucks. That happened. This happens to everyone. It's going to be okay. Just talking to yourself the way you would a friend, as we've mentioned, that self-compassion. Po- That's um, episode, is that 11, Kristen? Okay. Go to go to episode 11 for our, our uh, talk on self-compassion, but that's really going to be a big part of this as well as staying present with a person you want to be with instead of being that inner bully that we talk about too. Hmm,
1: I love that. There's so much that comes out of this conversation. Every time you say something that they go, oh, yeah, there's something else to talk about. Uh, but yeah, like just, I think what, you know, personally, what has helped me is, you know, like you were saying, like, okay, that happened. And, you know, I'm forgiving myself and, and, Understanding of why it happened is so, so huge about being a good friend to yourself and having that self-compassion. And at the same time, reminding yourself, like we, I said earlier, we both talked about it. Um, it's happening, these things are happening for us. And even if you can't think of it in, in like that, because sometimes it's like, well, why would my, you know, my car getting stolen be happening for me? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answers to why things happen to people and why I, I think of it as like, well, my soul's directing this. I I it's not, I don't know. I want to get on the same page as my soul, so I'm not completely lost and confused all the time. And, and, and in order to get on the same page with my soul, I have to be connected to my feelings and realize: okay, I trust you, soul. I trust you, universe, I trust you, God, whoever you trust, right? That maybe higher higher than you. Because for me, it makes me feel like. Oh, good. I'd have to be in control of everything. Somebody else has got this. Okay. For me personally, that just helps because then I can say, well, I don't know why bad things happen to good people, but you know, I must've created this somewhere in my worrying or somewhere in my past when I, and maybe it's karma. We don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs and the metaphysical laws of everything, but I just know that things happen for a reason. And when you get to that basic level of surrendering in your life, it takes a lot of pressure off. If you can just really like lean into that too, lean into how you feel and lean into, well, things happen. Now that's, that's, I say those two things because it's not about just accepting things, bad things happen and not feeling how you feel. You feeling upset that you're the victim in this situation is totally fine. And then after you're over that little like upset part, sadness or whatever you're feeling, remind yourself, well, I guess I'll find out someday why, you know, why this happened. I don't know, but somebody knows. You know, Things like this help you stay in the moment. And I just hope that this is resonating with some people. It's, um, for me, that's helped me a lot to realize that I may not have the control. What I have control of is how I react and my feelings to things are important to me. And it may not be fair and life may not be wonderful all the time, but it's okay because it's happening for a reason and it's okay. But I, I allow myself to feel first. I, I want to always say that. Crying is healing. Feeling is healing. Okay.
0: <laughs> I love that. And, and I appreciate those points. Another barrier for being present that I find is if you don't really have an intention and even if you're just hanging out with your kids, I mean the attention, intention is to enjoy the time with them. But if you're just kind of meandering through your day, that's a good way to be far away in thought in the future or the past. If you don't have intention, right? Or if you're fearful of your goals, that'll that'll really motivate you to find other things to think about and worry about. We've said this before, our brains want tasks, they need jobs. Give your brain something to focus on or else it will find things to focus on. And you you hit the nail on the head like we have these thoughts and that's all we can control. And so as soon as you notice you are not present, stop. Anchor in. How can I be present right now? Do a little scan. How am I feeling? Do I have any yummy smells in the air? Is there a candle going? Like Something to anchor you to today, right here, right now. Breathing really is number one. You have to be present moment breathing. You can't breathe for the past. You can't take extra breaths for the future. When you're breathing, you are in the here and now. Breathing is so key. We talk about it all the time. It's free. It's accessible anywhere. No one even needs to know you're doing it. Taking those deep breaths. I'm like taking a deep breath right now (laughs) to talk about this. But those deep breaths. Right, deep breaths, it's okay. I've got you. We're in this together. You know, just talk to yourself, pump yourself up, like you said, be your own best friend. I am okay right now. It's going to be okay. whatever you want to tell yourself. that is one really good way to be present, and I know that you have other tips for our listeners as we wrap up, Kristen, yeah, um,
1: definitely, this is great. I love the breathing um. So important. And you can't breathe through the past or the future. And that's really <laughs> I love nope. that. It's some of yeah, like, oh yeah, you're right. You can't think about it. Yeah, you can't, right. Um, you know, and one thing I want to say before I go on with some of the tips. I know this is this is kind of like a longer little uh episode today, which I hope is okay. But um, you know, what um balancing, it's not like you can never think of the past or the future, you know, I mean, life happens, right? So you just want to balance, you just don't want to dwell too much on either of those things. And that's the key. Okay, so it's not like you're just going to pretend that the things that ever happened in your past never happened. And sometimes you need those things to kind of think about what mistakes you might have made that you don't want to make again. And you know, so that's okay. And certainly you wanna be prepared financially, you know. You don't wanna like just be like spending all your money like, I didn't think about the future, so I don't have money. <laughs> I don't have a house anymore. <laughs> that's I mean, you gotta like kind of like, you know, be smart about it. Use your logical mind too. This isn't all just spiritual wishy-washy stuff. This is actually like practical <laughs> health. You wanna be healthy and being financially. Financially healthy is a part of health and
0: wellness, okay? Yeah. yeah. Such an important point. Thank you for pointing that out. I mean, this is a practice. We just are helping you as our listeners practice this. None of us is always present all the time. I think kids are. They're really good at it. But as you become an adult, it gets harder. But let's practice and try and make it more the norm than, than what else is going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And I like also um, one more thing you said about keeping your mind busy with things. Your brain likes, your mind likes math, okay? Your brain is created for math and logical things, right? And, you know, how to get things accomplished in the physical world, It's not for processing feelings. Your mind will never process your feelings. You can think about how you feel for 185 years, and I promise you, you'll (laughs) never get past it. You have to feel it in your body, which brings me to a tip about how you can stay present. Do a body scan, which you mentioned earlier, and it is so important because your head will tell you, oh, I I feel so sad that this thing happened, but no tears are coming out of your eyes. So where do you feel sad? <laughs> Go into your body. you feel sad in your heart? Do you feel fat, sad in your leg? Or do you feel sad in your eyeball? I don't know where you feel sad. <laughs> Only you will know where you feel sad. So you can do a body scan and that gets you very present. Okay, that's a way to get present. Just focus on every part of your body. One little tiny finger, hair at a time. However long it takes you to get to from head to toe. See how you're feeling. And if you, if you feel a tightness in an area, breathe into it. Breathing. There we go with the breathing. Breathe deeply into it. Tell that part, ask that part what it's feeling, what's going on, why is it feeling upset or tight or, or scared? Get your answer from inside your body, take some breaths, talk yourself through it. It's okay, I'm here for you. You your body is a living being and it is and it listens to every single thing you say to it. And it does exactly what you want it to do because it loves you. That's how that's how magnificent our bodies are. They literally listen to everything and they do everything. They're, they're our vessel on this earth to get us from A to Z. And they will listen to you. If you tell it you hate it, it will listen. So you want to try to try to breathe into the parts where it feels hated. Maybe you've been hating it, your stomach for years because somebody told you you were fat. Okay, your body takes that on for you. So go ahead and breathe into that. Stay present with your body and, and watch your body relax. Relax, it can relax. it's
0: pretty cool. Yeah, as you're saying that, I'm like breathing and trying to get my right shoulder, which gets kind of locked up from a car accident several years ago, but I'm just like, breathe, relax, I love you body.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it sounds kind of funny when you at first when we think of it, but it is so um, actually actually it makes me cry when I when I'm thinking about that so because I think I've really abused myself my body over time. And I feel really sad for it because it's just doing everything for me. It loves me more than anything, I think, in this whole world. Okay. So another thing you can do is you can write morning pages. Um, Julia Cameron writes, uh, is the author of The Artist's Way. It's a really wonderful book. Um, but in, one, in the, like, the first chapter, I think it is, she talks about the morning pages and you you get up and the first thing you do is you write three whole pages that can have your intentions for the day. That can have whatever you're feeling. It can have whatever you want to accomplish. It can have anger, gossip. It can have whatever you want to have in it. Don't think, just write three full pages every morning. Do it for a week. Let us know how it goes because I would love to know how that feels every morning. I mean, everything that you can imagine, anything and everything can come up and, and nothing's off limits. It's pretty cool. Keeps you present too.
0: That's such a great idea because if it your mind wants to bring something up, you'd be like, oh, we already wrote about that. Time to think about something else. Let's think about what we're doing right this minute. You know, because your brain's going to be like, oh, but what about this? And we have to do this, and I'm worried about this. And I don't know, we already addressed it.
1: Yeah, but also when you're writing, it's also nice because the feelings about that come up too. And then you do have the moment in the moment processing of like, oh, I didn't know I was thinking so much about how I— the way those pants look on me. Um, and then it might bring you into a whole session of just feeling like, oh, I really don't like the, my body. And this, you know, it might just keep, a whole conversation opens up between you and you, right? Your heart, soul, your body, everything. And it just, it's everything. And it's it's a really great way to connect to yourself. So I really like that. I love that morning pages thing. It's really cool. Another one is um, visualize your daily goals. People have said in, in other places in this world. I don't really know exactly where. Just started recently, though, again. Um, when you're first waking up before your subconscious can argue with you, visualize your daily goals. Visualize. Make that make that head-to-body connection of what you want the day to look like. Create an avatar. Do something where, like, this is, my, this is me today. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to feel. This is what's going to happen. Create your day in your mind And it it creates this intention, right? It just it gets you into this this presence of like this is gonna be a great day. Okay. Can't hurt to try, right?
0: I can't wait to try that. I I really I can't wait to try that because I usually wake up like sad that it's because I don't sleep well. So I'm like, oh, time to get up. (laughs) But just being able to be like, you know what? So what? You're tired. You're gonna be tired another time. You've been tired before, you're bound to be tired again. Let's make it a great day. I'm going to have an avatar that's tired but happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, just be real with your avatar, you know?
0: <laughs> make it real. Like, she's, like,
1: got the bags under her eyes, but she's got a smile on her face. That's right. <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's, she's going to make it. Um, okay, another uh, tip is to take a nature walk, okay? A mindful one. And um, I'll just say that uh Han, who is a Buddhist monk and somebody I really, really love and admire, says, um, when you're walking mindfully, it's like you walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet. So you're paying attention to each step as though it's kissing the earth with, with your feet. And do, can you see how like mindful you would be if you did that? Just, you'd be so present, right? Um, so... Having a nature walk is a beautiful way to connect with your all of your senses and with nature. Nature is so healing, so so it's just a great idea in general. I think. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always loved nature, and personally, I believe in God, so I do feel closer to Him out in His beautiful world. But whoever your higher power is, it created this amazing earth. It really does connect us, and I love that idea of you're kissing the earth with your feet. You know, there's just like a reverence to it, just being grateful to even be on this earth and to be able to enjoy it. I I love that. Thank you for bringing that up.
1: Yeah, sure. No, I really, I really like the idea of this. Nature has has been so healing for me as well, and I know that a lot of people say the the forest is my church. So, you know, a lot of people feel a lot very connected to nature. Sometimes when you want to get present, you can just stare at a candle flame. Um, and you can be in a meditative state. The whole idea of being present is that when you live in presence, you're living in a, is in a um, you're living in a meditative state, basically. And so, you want to bring your awareness back to presence as much as you can if you want to be Zen. Okay, you want to live like a Zen person lives, in terms of not not in a religious way, in a, just a very non secular, calm and at ease way. Um, And that that can include any kind of belief you have. When you're present, you're more connected to your higher power as well. So all of it kind of rolls into the same idea of just find something that makes you feel connected to your inner self and makes you feel calm. Really, it it becomes becomes a very simple idea. Now, not that it's easy to do it, but it can be simple. It's just basically, I want to find peace. How can I do that? Breathe, focus on a candlelight, or... (laughs) a tree, or be surrendered to what is. There are different ways to do it.
0: Yeah, no, like meditation, prayer, journaling, hiking alone. I mean, there's so many different ways to get into that zone. So I'm really glad you brought that up. We say like, oh, she's so zen, you know, almost in jest. But it's like, isn't that the goal? Just to be whole and present and not depressed or anxious, but just here accepting as it is, moving forward, that's, that's my goal. That's the one that I choose the most is just
1: accepting the way it is, as so I asked for it. And that's Eckhart Tolle says in his book, The Power of Now. Um, accept what is as though you've asked for it. And I'm, I'm misquoting that a little bit, but that's the idea of it. And um, a lot of what, I, of what I, where I got this information today was positivepsychology.com. Um, which is a reference I like to use quite a bit because they do have a lot of good information and it's a, a kind of coaching uh, philosophy that I, I like to use my, in my coaching practice personally. So um, so just so you guys are aware, this is positivepsychology.com and the article that I, I'm pulling a lot of this from is How to Live in the Present Moment, 35 Exercises and Tools, plus quotes it says. <laughs> So, um, hopefully, that's helped. Um, Becky, do you have anything else you want to say before we wrap all of this up today? Anything
0: else? Yeah, I just want to say, like, it's not lost on us that we're in the middle of December and things are hectic and school's almost out, so the kids are going to be around and we love them, but they're around. You know, it's this is just supposed to be a helpful tool. We're not here to just shame or guilt or one more thing on the to-do list, you know, I have to be present. This is just something we want to offer just to help ourselves and our listeners have a more intentional life, be able to relax a little more and enjoy life. Life is so beautiful. I love this time of year. I love doing this podcast with you, Kristen. I love our listeners. I love that we get to do this and these tips are great. I can't wait to try them out.
1: Yeah, this has been, I like, really have loved this topic today, and I definitely think that it's a good way to, it's something to practice in the, during the holiday season, right? Um, just practice it. You know, life is not about being perfect. It's progress over perfection. So whatever you can do, becoming present is like a thing we try to do in our lives as a practice. And and if you were perfect at it, you probably wouldn't be living on this earth, okay? So It's just to practice and become aware of yourself. It it brings you into self-awareness. You get to know yourself better and love yourself better. It is all about self-love when you're present. So, um, yeah, try this over the holidays if you guys want to. That's a little challenge. And, um, you know, just do the best you can. And don't be mad at yourself if you can't do it because it takes people years and probably lifetimes.
0: (laughs) I don't know, to, uh, to learn how to do this. So just be gentle. Be gentle. Yeah, we're just looking for a 1% improvement every day. And that is very attainable. So we hope you guys have a great week. Next week, we'll have a bonus episode leading up to Christmas.
1: Thanks so much for
0: listening today, you guys. And have a really great week. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you like what you've been learning about self-love, come join us in our free Facebook group, Try Self-Love. We'd also appreciate if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That way your friends and family and others who need us can find us. We're so glad you're
1: here. See you next week.